Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too. Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find... We are not alone. Welcome, everyone, to room 4216. We're glad you're here. Speak for yourself. Oh? Yeah, I don't feel so good. You ever have one of those days where the... Well, it's, it's rainy outside here in St. Louis where we're recording, and I swear as the clouds moved in outside, they moved in over my head. I can't think straight, Cecilia. Well... Uh, uh, let's just cancel today and not do it. But... But, Pastor Dave, we're needed. I mean, people expect us to be here. My bed needs me. No, your bed doesn't need anything. All right, all right. If you want to have a show, then you're going to have to take lead on this, baby, because I don't feel like it. Oh, really? Oh, dear, what did I just say? Everyone take note. He's giving me permission to run this. Okay, well, I hinted that we were going to do the uh, entry into Jerusalem last week, but, you know, uh, it's a week before Palm Sunday, so there are other things we can look at first. For instance, just prior to Holy Week, there are things that happen while Jesus is in Jericho. In uh, Luke 18, uh, starting at verse 31, uh, Jesus is going up to Jerusalem in Jericho, and he takes the 12 disciples aside, and he tells them that they're going up to Jerusalem, and that everything that the prophets wrote about him will happen, that he's going to be handed over to the Gentiles, he's going to be mocked, he's going to be beaten, he's going to be spit on, insulted, and in the end he's going to be killed, and on the third day he's going to rise again. And the disciples just didn't get it. They did not understand any of this. Mm Mm-hmm. No. Why do you think they didn't understand? You remember when you were a kid and your mom would start to say something to you and you'd go, All right, we got it! And then mom would have to say about two or three times, No, no, no. Uh, Because you only heard the first sentence? Yes. What was the first sentence Jesus said? Uh, we're going up to Jerusalem. Yeah, going up to Jerusalem. Hooray! He's going to be the Messiah. He said it. And now we were going to get this kingdom and throw those Romans out. Oh, and they kind of half heard the the mocking and the ridicule. Well, of course there's going to be a fight and a struggle, but he'll be triumphant. He'll be the superhero. That's what they heard, and they heard nothing else. And isn't that the way it is often with... Us today, we hear what we want to hear. Yes. We don't hear what we don't want to hear. Like, you didn't hear me say, I didn't want to do this program today. Oh, I heard you say it, but but it has to be done. Mm. 
just kind of like Jesus, he asked to go up and he asked to tell them. Going on through Luke 18, and the heading here says, A blind beggar receives his sight. And some people are going to grouse at that. Why are blind people always begging? Literally back in that day, they didn't have the economic advantages, nor ADA. Uh, Literally begging was the only thing people with a disability could do. And that's a hangover that we have from past centuries. We live in such a wonderful time right now where people who are blind can do so much and other disabilities where they just couldn't. So get over your hang-up and let's go on. Verse 35. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. You may wonder why is a beggar on the side of the road? This is a common place because that's where they would ask for for, uh, uh, alms and gifts. And and because he couldn't see and he could hear a big crowd going by, he wanted to know what was going on. Be like us standing on um, the intersection of uh, two main streets. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. That's really interesting because as soon as he heard who it was, he cried out. If you want to know the news of the day, literally, you go to one of these people on the side of the road, like this guy. It's also um, in in Mark's gospel, we are actually given his name, Bartimaeus, and we're sure it's that guy because it talks about, again, uh, right at Jericho, the day before Palm Sunday, and... um, um, you go to these guys, and they know all of the news of the country. Yeah, so how many of us blind so, people often know the news yeah, and the, such? The, 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 what does is, what is Bob Mates love to call it? The um, Blind grapevine. Yeah, we know everything. So Bartimaeus knew that this Jesus was something when they said of Nazareth. But what did he ask for? Mercy. <sighs> I'm sorry. Yeah, mercy. He didn't ask for equality and justice or a cup of coffee he asked for i need a cup of coffee i'm gonna go get a cup of coffee i'm sorry what was i saying oh yeah yes for mercy that was a, a a major thing because mercy was the thing that people would ask for from a king when they are truly a subject a beggar of a king they would ask for mercy they don't deserve it they shouldn't get it but if you would kind sir That's how he was asking. However, those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. Oh, don't we ever get that all the time as people who are blind. Yeah, no, shh, what's going on? Shh, I'll tell you later. And then they forget. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But he shouted all the more. Squeaky wheel gets the grease, I'm thinking. Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When the man came near... Oh, I can't... From the Gospel of Mark, it actually says the crowd came to him and said, Cheer up, he's calling for you. So they went from, uh, from uh, mutterings and cursing and, and be quiet to, to, to cheer up. It's just a ridiculous crowd. 
but we get that a lot, don't we, as people disabled, when when uh, attention's first diverted from and then diverted to. Mm-hmm. Now, what I like is what the other gospel said. It said that not only did they say, cheer up, on your feet, the master's calling for you, he threw off his cloak, his jacket, left it by the side of the road, and went to Jesus. Now, I don't like wearing a coat, Pastor Dave. Even in the winter, I really don't like wearing one. Do you know why? Mm. It's because it's something extra to carry with me. And when I get into a building, often it's hot there. And I'm only going from my house to... A car or a bus, you know, which is right in front of my door. Uh, yeah. And then to the building. So it's not like I really need one for that long a distance. But either And then a, you've got to struggle with holding it and keeping on to it. And mm-hmm. He just threw it away. That or We don't throw things away like that. Yeah. You interrupted me. Yeah, you bet I did. Why don't you read on? Uh, either A, I have to keep it with me, or B, someone takes it away and hangs it up somewhere. And then you know what? I can't find it when it's time to go, and Mm. there's such a struggle to find it, and what color is it, and what does it look like? But this man, like you said, just threw it away, and it didn't matter anymore. Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? Don't you love Jesus? Mm -hmm. He's so good. He's God. He knows what this guy wants, but he gave him the dignity of asking. Yes. that's what our God always does. And he gave him the dignity of not coming to him and and treating him like this helpless person, but come to me. Lord, I want to see, he replied. Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Hmm. Now, what I like is that in well, the Greek... Uh, yeah, go on, yeah. He's really tired today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you told me once that in the Greek, it's not your faith has healed you. It's your faith has saved you. Yeah, the Greek word is sozo. It really means save. And if you look in the Greek dictionary, sozo, the first meaning is save, like eternally. The second one would be make well, whole, or complete. And then the third one is heal. Mm. So it's a stretch. And and they usually will translate it this way because, well, he got sight, so I guess that must mean heal. If you look throughout the Gospels, you really see where Jesus uses that word quite a bit. Your faith has saved you. He's trying to tell him, you're, you're forgiven. You're going to be in paradise. You are saved, literally saved. Oh, by the way, you can have your sight. Or, oh, by the way, take up your mat and walk. Or, oh, by the way, it's almost an afterthought of what Jesus does. Wow. Immediately, he received a sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. And this took place just outside, uh, or right by Jericho, uh, probably Saturday, uh, right before the Holy Week. I'm going to go get that cup of coffee. Pastor Dave, I'd like to sing you a little song. Okay, I'll drink my coffee. Okay. 
Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree, for the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, you come you... down. Why? I know the song. Cousin, you're coming to my house today, you're coming yeah. to my house today. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going, going to, to your... your house. Well, I know it was a house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the song's missing something. Missing what? It's a fine song. Ah. Uh. Doesn't tell the whole story again. Sure, it just does. like Jonah didn't tell the. You oh, know, most people... it tells the story. A guy climbed up a tree so he could see, and he saw, and he came down. And why did he climb up the tree? Uh, because he wanted to see what was at the top. Because he wanted to see Jesus. Oh, he wanted to see Jesus. Okay. And why did he have to climb up in the tree? Um, better view. <laughs> well, for him, yes. Yeah. All reason was was because he was short. Must have been real short. Must have been. He was also a chief tax collector. Now the tax collectors, in and of themselves, weren't all that popular. But oh, I can imagine the chief popular. tax collector. They were hated. Uh huh. Because they were seen as the people who sold out to the Romans. Because the tax collectors took money from people. You give me your taxes. And and then they turned it over to the Romans. But in doing so, they were feared. And so many times they took more than they should have. And who's going to complain? I mean, hey, go to the Roman soldier. Hey, Mr. Roman soldier, he took more than he should. And what's the Roman soldier going to say? <laughs> right. And then you'll turn to the taxer and say, split it 50-50 with That's you. That's right. And what's the tax collector going to say as the Roman soldier stands there with his sword? Uh, here you go. Yeah, that's right. So it's a win-win for the Roman soldier, a win, sort of win for the tax collector, and a lose-lose for the people. So, when Jesus... All right, you say it's a half-baked story. Let's hear the other half. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to read this part. Uh, Where are you? I am uh, in uh, Luke uh, 18. Or no, Luke 19 now, verse 6. Uh, so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Uh, all the people saw this and began muttering. We remember them muttering last week? Well, here they're muttering again. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Mm. Excuse me. Good coffee. Good. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. There comes that word again, sozo. Salvation to come to this house. The word there again is sozo, you're saved. It's the same thing as uh, uh, the gentleman who is blind. Hmm, that's interesting. We have two stories here of two disabled people. You know, God really does like disabled people, doesn't he? Hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah, and salvation came to them. And whether you can see or not, or are tall or short, 
Uh, salvation came to the house. I find it, this guy gave half of his wealth away. He must have been a very rich man. Uh, half his wealth away, and then if he cheated anybody, that's Four admitting he times. did cheat. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Well, let's say it again. Wow. Wow. Wow, wow. Anything else? Wow, wow. That's almost bow wow. I have two dogs. You want to sit in here at my feet? supposed to say uh we were about to go on to the next oh yeah section. yeah 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 oh good boy what a day what a day uh, we we're still at zacchaeus's house and and jesus is going to tell a parable now uh, no, well we just finished with the uh, zacchaeus and now he's going to tell that a what parable. I said? yeah okay um we're starting at uh luke 19 verse 11 while they were listening to this he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and the people thought the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to be made king, and then to oh, return. Oh, yeah, that reminds the parable setting. Again, we got to remember a parable has one earthly point story with to, a heavenly meaning. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> And this hankers back, and it's in history, and everybody knew there that, I mean, Jesus coming as said of the kingdom. Didn't it say kingdom there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they thought he was coming. Even the disciples said, and, and he was trying to say, no, 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 that kind of, uh, everyone, I don't know. Well, it hearkened back to when, um, when, um, um, oh, when Jesus was born, he died. Um, Her- Herod the Great. Uh-huh. And his son, Archelaus. Archimedes, Archelaus. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Um, went <laughs> away here to Rome and was to be crowned by the Roman Empire and then come back as king. So everybody had that in mind as Jesus was telling the parable. So that's the connection, the earthly story. But then it takes a twist because Jesus goes on from that earthly story to tell. Something different than what they remember of Archelaus, but it's based in that Archelaus. Ar- 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 Thank you. Um, story. Okay. I'm going to summarize a bit here. Um, the man, before he left, he called ten of his servants, and he gave each one of them one mina. Now, we have researched, and uh, in the amount of time we have, we couldn't find out what a mina is, how much it is. Just a big chunk of money. Yeah. And so the man told each of his servants, put this money to work and uh, until I come back, and then I'll collect what you've earned. It should be noted, too, that these guys, uh, they didn't like this king who was going away, which is true about uh, uh, King Herod's son, Arca... Arca Archelaus. Thank you. Uh, they didn't like him either. And so it fits the earthly story again. Um, and so that enters in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And right here it says that the subjects didn't want him to be king, and they sent a delegation to say, we don't want you to be our king. But he was made king anyway. And when he returned home, 
um, he called servants. And you're, he's, you're summarizing now the parable, right? That's right. That's okay, right. Okay, okay. Um, uh, and in verse 16, the first one said to him, Sir, your mina has earned you ten more. Well done, good servant, the man said, because you have been responsible for uh, this much. Take charge of ten cities. Mm. Wow. Okay. Another servant comes and and he says, Sir, your mina has earned you five more. All right, you take charge of five cities then. Mm. Third servant came, says, Sir, here's your mina. I put it away safe in a cloth. You see, um, uh, I was afraid of you because, uh, well, you're a hard man and you, you don't exactly play fair. You. And that really picks up in the in the story about uh, Arca Arca Arcalos. Ar- th- th- thank you. That that he was mean and harsh, and it's just repeating that very same thing throughout. And uh, maybe they were hoping that Arca Ar- uh, wouldn't come back, but he did. Mm-hmm. And maybe this guy was hoping he wouldn't come back, and then he'd have it, mm-hmm. or he might have lost it if he would have invested it. But the point being, he wasn't faithful in doing what the guy who went away said to do with it. Yeah, he said invest it. Don't just keep it hidden away in a cloth. So what did uh, the parable say then? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the parable says, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man, taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you deposit it? Um, he says that, you know, then I could have at least gained a bit of interest. Um, so he tells uh, those standing by, take his mina away from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. But sir, he already has ten. He replied, I tell you, I tell you to everyone who has more, more will be given. But for the one who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. Oh, how that make you feel? Uh, not very good. I, Why is that? Well, because uh, I don't have very much. At but, least but not as word. far as wealth goes. Okay, but what do you have? Uh, well, some say I've got a pretty good gift for Gab. Okay. Um... You got a computer? Yes. All right. You got a phone? Yes. Can you talk to people? Sure. Okay. So whatever gifts you have, it doesn't matter what the amount is. The point here that the king is saying in the parable is be faithful, not unfaithful. Oh. Use what I've given you, whether it's a lot or a little. It don't matter. Be faithful. So it's not the what... He's not talking about, okay, the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. It's what you do with what you have. Okay. Yep. Just as we pointed out a couple of weeks ago. What you do with what you have, that's the test.
was a good cup of coffee. See, now that wasn't so bad. We got through it. What? God coffee? always gets us through. Yeah, I got through the coffee. No. Max, you're starting to wake up. The, hello. Uh, now you're starting to wake up. Yeah, I am. You know, cup of coffee helps me perk along. <laughs> so what are we going to do today? We just did it. Oh. Okay. We're wrapping up. Oh. Okay, well, thanks for coming along with us, everybody. We hope that uh, you uh, enjoyed it. Come back again. Because next week will be the triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Until then, if you want to send an email, it is at um, uh, info. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. You're right. At notalone.net. Notalone.net. I-N-F-O at N-O-T dash A-L-O-N-E dot net. Because you are not alone. Music credit goes to Robert Vaughn, our versatile and very talented guitarist.